time to spotlight Broadcom has its earnings after the close today. Angelo Zeno, senior equity analyst at CFRA Research, has much to talk about when it comes to Broadcom and a 580 price target and a buy rating as it's trading around 482 today. Tell me a little bit about what you're expecting, especially on the heels of some of the other news that we've been getting in and how you might factor that in. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, that's the, you kind of look at semis today and definitely getting hit nicely because of the NVIDIA news. Um, but, you know, just really quick on, on Broadcom as far as the quarter is concerned, you know, listen, I think it's going to be a good quarter overall. Um, in fact, we're looking at growth of north of 20 20%, so about growth of about 24% for the quarter. Um, we'll decelerate to about 17% or so in the next quarter. Really, the, the growth story right now, um, as far as Broadcom is concerned, obviously on the cloud side of things, as has been the case for so many other chip makers um, in, the, in recent quarters and even years. Um, but that said, I mean, listen, this is um, probably a, a, a company that I'll see growth decelerate to kind of a mid-single-digit growth pace. I think all eyes are, of course, going to be on um, the pending VMware acquisition, which at this point in time we think will close, um, you know, in the second half of uh, calendar 23. So we still have time for that. But you kind of look at Hawk 10, and he's been absolutely instrumental with kind of managing this business, kind of looking for pivot points across the cycle for um, Broadcom. And now they are trying to pivot more towards a software-driven um, environment, essentially, after this VMware uh, acquisition, about half their revenue will come from software. And we think the right move, clearly, given what's going on in the markets today, and talking about kind of peak semi-demand. But um, as far as kind of the, the broader landscape today, I mean, clearly, NVIDIA came out and said there's a $400 million potential impact to sales in China, um, really kind of revenue tied to anything that can kind of um, be anywhere tied to the mil military end use right now. Um, I think that the street clearly kind of um, taking a, um, a bigger knife to um, NVIDIA and its shares today, as well as the broader market on fears that maybe this can kind of trickle down into something even more severe than what NVIDIA is highlighting. Yeah, and I want to talk more about that in a moment, but I just want to stay on Broadcom for a second, particularly since you said growth going forward will slow some, right? You're expecting roughly 24% growth for this quarter, 17% growth going forward. I mean, we've already heard from Seagate, for example, cutting guidance a little bit. Um, are you okay with that? And when do you see the 580 price target really happening? Yeah, I mean, we think this is a mid-single-digit growth story um, long-term, really. So, um, you know, and that's once that VMware deal comes to fruition. When you look, again, at the story right now, it is cloud-based. Um, clearly, the growth rates aren't sustainable, um, as most people are well aware of and what's kind of factored into the stock here. I think, you know, when, when it's all, all said and, and done, um, cloud and enterprise continues to be a decent story, but one that's definitely weakening in nature. Um, again, well-reflected um, in the whole um, semiconductor story. Um, and then, you know, I think on the, the, the software side of things, low single-digit um, growth is, is what should be expected on that side of things. Once VMware closes, that'll be mid-single-digit growth. But as we kind of look ahead here, um, you know, I think, you know, this is um, Hot 10, again, has been great at managing the business. Um, he's very realistic in nature. The Apple business is really their only consumer-driven end market. Um, and that's actually been a fairly good place to be as far as the consumer is concerned, and we think should hold up relatively well, at least. So as far as kind of 
where um, Broadcom is exposed to. Um, we like it and we think kind of the expectations out there are fairly realistic. And this is again, a free cash flow story where we think the company will again, increase their dividend by about 10 to 15% later this year and continue to, to focus on that dividend uh, story, despite the fact that they are making some um, you know, big acquisitions here. Yeah, I mean, I saw it has a nice dividend too. Good point with that. Yeah. Um, that being said, I just wanted to ask your opinion. So you mentioned NVIDIA because the lead headlines are that the U.S. is restricting sales of advanced chips, AI chips to yep. China and Russia, our military foes, I guess you could say. Um, so that's one story that's surrounding NVIDIA. Um, you have a buy on yep. Broadcom. Do you have buys on any other names that are similar in the group or in tech that are related? As far as kind of the issue at hand with NVIDIA, right? I mean, in terms of what you kind of highlighted in terms of these more advanced technology chips, um, I think long-term continues to be a fairly good place to be. But I think kind of at least going into Q3 earnings season here, um, definitely downside risk to the numbers, not only for NVIDIA, but for others out there. AMD last night also you know, kind of highlighted the fact that they're, um, they're going to have their, some of their AI chips. I mean, the most, their most advanced chip on seven nanometers, that's going to be exposed or um, they won't be able to sell those chips. But then they also said it's not going to have a material impact on their business. The problem again is um, the fact that at least on the advanced chip side of things, right, um, this could really trickle down into other names, Qualcomm potentially, Marvell, another potential name. And, you know, Marvell and AMD are two names that we like alongside NVIDIA. But again, it's one of those issues where near term, you're going to see um, a lot of uncertainty in the market as kind of the market tries to really figure out what the U.S. government is trying to do here, how aggressive they're trying to be um, as far as the sale of advanced chips into China. We know for a fact right now it is related to um, on the military end use side of things. But if it ends up getting kind of more focused on areas like data centers, which could potentially be the case at seven nanometers and below, um, that will have another downside impact to a lot of these names. And when you kind of look at specifically at NVIDIA, they highlighted the fact that the US, US government highlighted anything in terms of performance, A1 um, chip related and more advanced. So the H1 you know, potential, uh, potential GPU launch as well. But that's seven nanometers and below. So it, it remains to be seen whether or not the U.S. government is trying to make some kind of land in, uh, line in the sand or stand here as far as seven nanometers and below chips. Right. Thank you for that, Angela. I'm glad yep. to have you on on such a big day ahead of Broadcom on a day that we're learning more about these restrictions of chips abroad. Thank you, Angelo Zeno, Senior Equity Analyst, CFRA Research.